North Korea has led us on a wild ride as to whether or not they will come to the table with South Korea on peace. Mueller has got nothing still on Donald Trump and his supposed collusion with Russia. Shocker. Trump uh, sticks to his word and pulls out of the Iran deal and also uh, moved the, embassy, the U.S. embassy um, in Israel to Jerusalem. What are the effects of that? Hmm. And yet another really, really unfortunate, tragic, and uh, or high school shooting happened. What are we to do about these things? My name is Alex Henderson, and you're listening to my podcast, Really Simple Politics. All right, guys. So uh, for those who just so happen to stumble upon this podcast, you can find my podcast at reallysimplepolitics.com. Uh, it's really easy to find. You could just, or you could just Google "really simple politics," and it'll be one of the first things that pops up. So, uh, with that in mind, let us also play an ad real quick by my sponsor, Southern Society. Whoa, hey Ed, what website is that? What's that, Kevin? The website you're shopping on. What is it? Ah, uh, it's Southern Society's shop on Really Simple Politics website. They've got several different styles of t-shirts and a variety of colors for just $30 each. No shipping! Oh wow, that's awesome, because I somehow got roped into going hunting with my father-in-law and I was actually trying to get something, uh, you know, outdoorsy, because you know I'm not that type. Uh, so I, I wanted to get something, I don't know, it shows my outdoor t- uh, side, because uh, you know I want to go the full mile with this guy. <clears throat> but Kev, you're single. Uh, oh hey look ladies, yoga pants are coming soon. Wife would love a pair of those. And Razorback tees. Goodness! Alright, so <laughs> there's another great homemade ad by uh, us here at Really Simple Politics. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Andrew, for coming up with those for the most part. And, uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, people yeah. like the first <laughs> one, so I was like, hey, let's go along with the second one. Make me a second one. I just, hey, and you have a third, too. So You're an unpaid intern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just I enjoy writing little stories, and this is a perfect opportunity uh, to uh, get a little air writing. time. Yeah, well, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're going to be recording the podcast anyway. M- might as well just... Right, you know, just a little extra for an ad and then throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Record it while we're at it. So Really Simple Politics has a slight announcement, too, at the very beginning I want to announce. Um, I'm going to try and come out with a podcast every single Friday from here on out and a new blog post every Monday. Again, you can find all of this at reallysimplepolitics.com. So, again, new podcast every Friday, hopefully. Um, I will announce on the website if things change and new blog post for sure every Monday. So be looking forward to those. Um, I like to have content, you know, steadily flowing, and now that uh, everything's on track in my life, I can go ahead and get that going. So with all that said, let's get rolling into the news that we're going to be talking about. So North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un, like I said, has been leading us on this crazy past few weeks. We'll start off by, you know, everyone knows that they, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un, have had a lot of beef in the past uh, year or hey, two. That's to, that's to put it lightly. Yeah, very, very lightly. Calling him calling Rocket Man and, and all these other insults. Bigger button. Yeah, who's got the bigger button. And that, it works. 
Yes, and my button works. <laughs> or his most recent insult, which I'll talk about in a little bit, uh, claiming he will Gaddafi him. Which, if you don't remember, we uh, Gaddafi's dead mm-hmm. <laughs> because of uh, us and the um, insurgency we helped. Yeah, well, you know. That's just what happens. Anyways, so we'll roll on into it. So first off, um, Kim Jong-un came out and said that he would be open to talks with South Korea. And all of a sudden, we were like, what? What just happened? No oh one my- saw this. I mean, like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, everybody was like, wait, 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 wait. Like, overnight, Kim Jong-un was just like, yeah, I think I should just, we should have some peace. And everything was hunky-dory. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. This is amazing. Which definitely leads uh, you and I both to believe that something had to have happened. Yeah, I I don't know if like some special forces or something broke in and was like, we're delivering a message to you, Kim Jong-un. You either back down or we're going to take you out in your whole regime. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, whatever happened. Whatever was said behind closed doors had a very good effect and... Um, this led to um, Kim Jong Un actually being the first North Co- uh, the first North Korean leader since the beginning of the uh, Korean conflict that happened in, or started in the 50s to step over the demilitarized zone, which is the area in between North and South Korea, in which the soldiers from each country have been staring at each other for over 50 years. Which, uh, that, that video where it's got, like, the camera crew, like, recording them, and then as soon as they step over the line, they book it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the, okay, there's this really funny video, and I wish, this is why I need video, like, podcasts, so that I could have, so I could just show you this. But there's this awesome video that shows Kim Jong-un stepping over the line into South Korea, and then the North Korean camera crew just, like, books it right in front of the camera and they all look like they are just darting right by him yeah. just to South Korea to defect like to South Korea and yeah. it's just it's just the funniest thing it, it, it I don't know what they were doing because they weren't seen on camera anymore in, no, that, they, in that short clip. And, and like they ran in front of the camera so it's not like you know they were running behind the camera because you know they were going to be in the shot it, it really looked like they were running for their lives mm-hmm so, this led to many people, um, unfortunately, mostly just Republicans, because everyone on the far left likes to just claim that uh, Donald Trump is bad in any sort of way. I don't know how you could be bad and Well, their claim was not so much that he did anything bad here, but their claim was that he had no part in this peace talk, which was complete BS because South Korean President uh, Moon something, I'm sorry, uh, he came out and said that Donald Trump had a very huge part in this in in this deal. I figured so, he had something to do with facilitating this peace well, negotiation. Oh, Moon Jae-in, that's his name, sorry. Uh, but I hope I pronounced that right as well. But yes, he did say that he had a... a he actually said that Trump deserves a Nobel Peace Prize for what he's done, which leads me into the next point, which um, the House Republicans nominated Trump for the 2019 uh, Nobel Peace Prize for what was done here. Good. And, you know, I really I really hope he gets it because this is actually quite astounding as to what's happening right now. This has not been done, like I said, since the, the Korean War started in the 50s. Um, Sorry, Obama couldn't even do anything here either. Obama just kind of 
honestly did nothing. He, he did nothing, yet he received the Nobel Peace Prize for what he said he was going to do. And instead, he dropped uh, more drone strikes than any president ever. And, you know, I would like to uh, look at the specific reasonings behind why he was given the Nobel Peace Prize and then compare that to what he actually did in office. It's like what he did and my hands on the ground here and what he said he was going to do on my hands. Like, it's <laughs> through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think Trump deserves it. But, but the story isn't over. The story is not over here. No. So after he goes into South Korea, um, we're, we're like, okay, yes, the peace talks are about to happen. What does Kim Jong-un do next? He actually released three U.S. prisoners that were held captive in North Korean uh, labor camps as a gesture of goodwill, you know, before they were going to do these meetings. So these people have been locked up, you know, 5, 10, 15 years in North Korean labor camps for, you know, whatever crime they may have said they commit or actually did commit. I don't know. I didn't look into their backstory. I just know that three people who were U.S. citizens were released and that Donald Trump stayed up over 24 hours on a plane waiting for these people to hand greet them when they came back to the United States with a giant American flag waiting. Which, the, these three prisoners were also not brutally beaten, like, uh, what, what's his uh, name? Otto Warmbold. Yeah, when he was released mm-hmm. uh, in a, not even... A functional ba- basically a coma a he was a vegetable coma. yeah when he was released but these three people were as far as i was able to read fine yeah like and this. the pictures they were fine yeah. so thank goodness that we got you know three americans back to safety that was amazing you know i don't know what trump did to do it i i still don't like we talked about i still don't know what he did we might not know until the documents are released released in like 50 years yes (laughs) we still don't even know what happened about the jfk ones because those got released and nothing new came out that's right well wasn't there still some stuff that was like redacted i'm sure there was i I didn't look at the 2000 pages yeah i wasn't gonna read that anyways off topic um, so, as of very recent, and uh, very recent, I mean today is May 21st. It's the 21st. Second. 22nd. May 22nd. And um, I, I do believe two days ago, Kim Jong-un said that uh, North Korea would not enter these peace negotiations with South Korea because they observed a South Korean military drill going on. And they were not happy with that. They were kind of wondering why would a military drill be happening if they were going to be talking about peace. And um, they also felt that the deal was one-sided because they were going to have to give up all their nuclear weapons. And, you know, what did they get in return? Just just peace, I guess? Well, maybe, like, integration into the... Society. <laughs> into society. <laughs> integration into capitalism. Like, you know, maybe allow your citizens to... You know, hear, view, uh, do things do, that normal humans are allowed to do yeah, in any other it, society. Like, allow your citizens to know that there is actually a world outside the border. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, they, <laughs> I mean, all, all they know is North Korea. Yeah, like they think that North Korea wins all the Olympic medals. Yeah, that's that is on their TV. Well, their that, propaganda that, TV. <laughs> it's gonna start coming out. Now all these people are going to have access, well, maybe have access to the internet and then realize that everything they'd been taught their entire lives was a lie. I was going to say, you're going to see a, just a, a huge rise in mental illness all of a sudden because of all this crap. <laughs> They're going to realize what's out there and just be like, my God, my life is a lie. Yep. 
But some of them will not, and will be very happy if this does happen. But as of right now, we are back on the fence with North Korea and uh, hopefully Trump or South Korean President uh, Moon Jae-in, I hope I pronounced that right again, uh, will come and figure out some sort of plan because now Trump has come back and said, and I quote right here, I'm good that Nor- this, <laughs> this is a quote because I was kind of reading it and I was like, this doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> this, this is the Donald Trump quote right here. The model, uh, talking about the uh, Libyan model of foreign policy, which as I said before, was the Gaddafi model, which is uh, where we sent in military people to help out an insurgency that ended up killing Gaddafi. So, that's the Gaddafi model. And uh, keeping that in mind, Trump said, the model, if you look at the model with Gaddafi, that was a total decimation. We went in there to beat him. Now that model would take place if we don't make a deal, most likely. But if we make a deal, I think Kim Jong-un is going to be very, very happy. It's like, okay, let's make a deal. You know, you're going to get something in return if you don't make a deal. Well, you know what happened to Gaddafi. <laughs> if you don't make a deal, there will be, quote, total decimation. Yeah, because I mean, most likely the same thing would happen. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of, that's funny how he words that. He's like, yeah, there, there's a, there's a... There's a possibility of total decimation. There's a threat that he, like... V- thinly veiled in that in that post mm-hmm. but there there is a threat there definitely and this now that model would take place if we don't make a deal most likely yeah most likely that's a threat yes yes exactly and uh unfortunately i'm afraid that kim jong-un might be one of those people who only responds to threats and violence because there are those a lot of those types of people Although, you know, con- considering he did change his mind, like, overnight, and depending on what that was that changed his mind, Could. who knows, maybe maybe the things that Trump says he's going to be very, very happy about are good. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. The only time is going to tell exactly what will happen. I say, as of right now, all we can do is put on our tinfoil hats and, like, come up with con- yeah, conspiracies. <laughs> okay, um... So, yeah, uh, hopefully the negotiations go well and everything goes forward. Uh, We're going to go ahead and move on into our next segment with Mueller and his team. What are they doing now? Let's, Let's see. So Mueller asked Trump to meet with him as of recently. Um, I, I think that was, again, two days ago. He was like, hey, Trump, come meet with me and we can talk about things, basically trying to catch him in a perjury trap, which he's been trying to do for over a year now. And uh, Trump has not responded. So I don't think he's going to meet <laughs> with Mueller. smart thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank goodness, because the first time Trump, uh, Mueller asked him to come meet with him, Trump was like, yeah, I think I'll meet with him. And then all of his advisors were like, no, 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 this is a perjury trap, dude. No, no. And then he was like, I don't think I'm going to meet with him. Ah, uh, so he, was, he had to back out. And, yeah, well, very smart that he decided not to because, Lord no, oh God, if they had actually, if, if they do somehow get Trump on perjury for something stupid that he said, like, that oh, would they, be the worst cru- blunder they, in his they history. They will crucify him. I mean, they're already, they were already trying to, like, say that he had nothing to do with the North Korea and South Korea peace talks, so... Mm-hmm. 
I mean, like, even though that was such a great thing, people were still throwing him under the bus for things. Like, people just don't want to accept that he can do good. Anything that he does that's good, and his, but that, but has his name attached to it, people just cannot accept. No matter what. It, it's, it's just wrong. Shit. I don't care. Heck. People could... Heck. <laughs> he could give... Donald Trump could give every American citizen, like, $1,000 just straight up, and there would still be people that would be pissed off at him. They'd be like, where's my 10000 Yeah. Like, uh, there would be the the rich people on the left who would be like, well, this is, this like, is a- breadcrumbs. I would say, this is crumbs. Nancy Pelosi, it's crumbs. God. I'm sorry. Those crumbs are helping me afford a lot of things right now and have helped me um, build up my savings account and have helped me tremendously... And we are only in May. You I know, know we're I, not even a whole year so into I've this tax plan. I've only noticed the uh, like the new tax plan for a couple of uh, couple of months now, but those couple of months have you know it it's you can tell a difference. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Donald Trump, for yeah. giving me more of my money back and not taking it in taxes like the Democrats oh so desperately want to do. And you know that's true mm-hmm. if you're a Democrat. So. What else has happened with this Mueller investigation? Well, according to CNN, yeah, I'm quoting CNN right here, so you know that's shocking. Yeah, right. Could craziness. So I'm quoting them. So if the if the left tries to come at me, I'm using CNN. You know. Hey, hey. you're quoting fake news. Yes, I'm quoting. <laughs> I'm I'm quoting fake news. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, who is on Trump's. Uh, legal defense team and was also you know rudy giuliani yeah he's, uh, a, he's a name most people recognize yes said that on um, sunday may 20th all all this happened in this this day on may 20th and what what was with what, sunday what a day <laughs> <laughs> that uh, special counsel robert Mueller is aiming to finish the probe uh into the potential wrongdoing by president donald trump by september 1st september 1st that's a long way away well in the large scheme of things, no, but yes, as of right now, that is several but, months away. But yeah, but how long has he... he over has, a year. It has say, been over a year now. It's been over a year since this thing, has, like, he's been trying to investigate something. Nothing's been brought to light. It's called a nothing burger. As the news, the news likes to call that nothing burgers now. I don't understand where the burger part came into play, but, uh... Whatever. <laughs> At this point, it really just seems like Mueller, he's like, okay, September 1st, I can't get away with extending this thing any further than that. And I'm not going to find anything in these uh, months leading up to that, but I'm just going to try. And then once September 1st hits, I... I, I can't hold out any longer. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm probably going to be gone anyway. Because <laughs> Trump at any point could fire Mueller. And see, that's another thing. He hasn't fired Mueller yet. Yes, he's let Mueller go because he has nothing to hide! If he had something to hide, wouldn't you think he would fire him and try to stop any sort of investigation from happening? Wouldn't wouldn't you think? You, you'd think that after over a year they would have found something if there was actually something there to find. You know, this whole thing started because allegedly Donald Trump had colluded with Russia to win the election and beat Hillary Clinton. Where are we at now? Where are we at now in this election? I'll tell you where we're at. They aren't... They aren't even hardly looking at Donald Trump anymore. They're like digging into like Jared Kushner's finances from like the early 2000s. 
It's like, what what has this investigation even become anymore? It's embarrassing, and it's honestly, in my Just, opinion... like, I don't know why they haven't ended it all. It, that's really. my, it, it's like a huge stain, huge stain in, like, our art history, and I just think it's embarrassing it needs to end because it... They've got, they've got nothing. They never will find anything, and I. It's just a ploy to keep saying, "Oh, look at Donald Trump. He's bad. He's under investigation." Just, just remember, he's yeah, under investigation. It, it honestly makes our country look worse. It makes us look stupid. That we are like over a year into investigating the president of our country. Yes, our own president. Our own president, and we it still haven't come up with anything. But you're still gonna go on with the investigation, and you're no longer hardly looking at anything like actually related to Trump. Like, why are you even doing it? It's it has to be just just to say like, oh, he's under investigation. That's the only thing I can come up with is that exact thing right there. Is Although, that... honestly, like, what president has not been under investigation for something by someone? Put me on the spot here, I couldn't tell you. Like, but... I, I'm sure every single president has been under investigation for something by someone. This is, this is our most public... President. Uh, this president. is our Twitter president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I would say, like, you know, any president going forward in the future is probably, you know, is going to have a social media presence. Not like Donald Trump has, because, <laughs> you know, he... Well, Trump has said that the reason he does this social media Twitter thing is because he can literally tweet something, and within minutes, it's on every news channel. And, that that, and that's how he likes to get the word out. And, and I, I get that. That is genius. Like, he's like, okay, well, send a press release to all the news outlets. Yeah. Like, how long is that going to take to get all those out? No, just send a tweet, because all the news outlets are are already following him, I guarantee it. They're all watching his every move on and Twitter. And as soon as he drops a tweet, they're going to be talking about it. Yep, so and they're going to be... what he says right out there. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna put their own spin on it somehow. Oh, of course. No matter yes. which station it is, they're going to be like, ooh, well, let's see how we can spin this, either negative or positive, or... or Maybe they'll just honestly report it for once. Oh, oh, that would be a wonderful thing if they could just say, here's what he said, form your own opinion. Wow, wouldn't Hell, that be something? He could come out and like tweet, I love Democrats and everything they stand for. <laughs> and, and they would be like... would still spin it as a negative They'd thing. be like, what is this ploy? Is he yeah. lying? Was he trying to get like on the good side of the Democrats? <laughs> brown-nosing the Democrats. Yep. Put on my tinfoil hat. <laughs> All right, we're going to move into our next segment here. So the next segment here is to talk about, uh, this is going to be a kind of brief segment. Trump pulled out of the Iran deal. What does it mean? And why did the left have like a panic attack over this? Well, so the Iran deal... Well, I know why the, the left had a panic attack over this, because this is like the final thing that Obama had <laughs> that Trump took away. Yes, yes. It was uh, one of the last major accomplishments. Uh, and that is in, and that <laughs> is in heavy, <laughs> heavy quotation marks, because I don't believe it is one at all, but that's what he believes uh, of, his, of his presidency. This happened in, I believe, 2015. And this was a deal in which we gave Iran billions, hundreds of billions of dollars to kind of kickstart their nuclear program and to enrich their uranium supply and give them 
allegedly just one nuclear processing plant and it was allegedly going to be sanctioned and um, scrutinized quite heavily. Now see, I don't I do not understand why Obama would have even done this. For like if you know the capabilities of a nuclear bomb, that's not something you would want to be giving any country. Let alone a country that is known for harboring terrorists yeah. against our own country. Yeah. Like what the hell is that? And giving them billions of dollars. Yeah, let's give them money and nuclear weapons. Let's give them American taxpayer dollars. Not just money, American taxpayer dollars. Yeah, money that came out of my paycheck. Give the give, that give it money. to the Iranians. Give it to the Iranians so they can build their own nuclear weapons. No, no, Drew. This was just for their own nuclear processing plant um, that oh, they yes, were going energy. to use for energy and and resources and fuel to make Iran a first world country and and beautiful and immaculate, right? That was the plan. Well, that's not what happened. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely not what happened at all. Um, so let, let's kind of go down down the list of things I said. So uh, yes, their in, their uranium supply was becoming, uh, I guess, a little bit more enriched because they were in, they were able to play around with uranium for years until Donald Trump finally pulled the plug on that. Um, which, you know, they could still be playing around with it, and we don't really know, but they do not have our money and our guidance anymore by any means. So um, I think if they continue their nuclear program, Donald Trump is going to be very unhappy with that. And I think he's going to do, he's going to pull a Kim Jong-un and just overnight the Iranian guy is going to be like, I'm sorry for chanting death to America. We love America. We are capitalists. That's like what happened when Psy, uh, uh, P.S.Y., the musician, uh, became popular in America with his gang- Gangnam Style. Yes. Uh, he had previously been on record saying, I hate all Americans, but uh, as soon as his music became popular in America, he was like, no, actually, the Americans are pretty good. The Americans are great because they love me all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting a lot more money now because the Americans love me, so... <laughs> Isn't that funny? And so they're great. People start loving America whenever we give them money. Well, I'm sure his opinion was formed purely on whatever he had been taught growing up. I'm sure his opinion had nothing to do with what Americans are actually like. Oh, I'm sure too. But anyway, that was completely off topic. (laughs) Yeah, going going back to the (laughs) Iran deal. So so we will not be giving Iran any more money towards their uranium plants that they have uh i do like i said i do believe that trump will slowly try and put an end to their nuclear um their nuclear programs because they have proven that they are still harboring terrorists and that they still um do not like america as i said when they pulled out of or when trump pulled out of this deal they immediately like immediately started burning an american flag and this is like top iranian congressman wow top iranian officials and their uh, president leader whatever you call them Uh, couldn't tell you (laughs) uh and uh they, they started burning the american flag and saying death to america and you know all that good stuff so i don't know why they I don't know why they have to freak out on us. And then the left, of course, sees they see the, the burning of the American flag on TV, and they're like, oh, no, look what Trump did. He Now a country is burning our flag, and they hate they loved us before. They hate us now, but why would you do this? It's like, well, we're saving you billions of dollars, and we're protecting you from potential nuclear catastrophe. 
because all it takes is one nuclear slip up in the hands of a clumsy terrorist and there well, there goes new york think about it if uh if i ran like if someone wasn't if they, if they were given nuclear you know like a nuclear reactor or whatnot to energy and everything but uh <clears throat> if that had gone wrong like say there was a meltdown at that nuclear plant what is what else is iran really known for providing the united states oh. with <laughs> I didn't even think about this. Fuel. Oil. <laughs> so if you think about it, if that nuclear reactor happened to go off or melt down or something ridiculous happened, we would probably see that entire country and several countries around it probably just go up in flames. <laughs> I would say we might. Uh, we might who knows? See the whole Middle those. East, the whole just, Middle East yeah. might just turn into like a fire pit. Yeah, because with all that gasoline and fuel on fire, like, if it was hit with some nuclear... Raw oil. Like, raw oil hit with nuclear explosion, yeah, that, that wouldn't go well. Uh, I can't imagine that burning oil and nuclear fallout is too great to breathe either. <laughs> no. So, the Middle East would just be a no-go zone for who knows how long. It was a bad idea. Uh, it's already the... kind of a no-go zone. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> add add some nuclear fallout and uh, burning oil, <laughs> and you really got yourself a no-go zone. Like, the one thing that I saw with this uh, that most people were upset with was like, oh, it's, uh, it's going to raise the price of gasoline so much, because now they're not going to want to sell us oil. It's like, and... These are the same people who are against, like, putting pipelines... That are like very in Canada or in uh, Alaska to the America, which would get us basically very, very cheap oil. Oh no, but it ruins the environment. Well, if we could just build a pipeline correctly and we could monitor it correctly, we could get oil correctly. Or if and we, we really have to go overseas, yeah, and we what? wouldn't have to go overseas because we'd be getting our own. Or, or, or. We could start really, really funding renewable resources and just move towards that. That would make that. How could they argue against that? That you know, we start moving towards renewable energy, more more like uh, solar things we and geo talking the other geothermal. Day about, uh, yeah, like if they could make solar energy affordable, then a lot of people would have it. Yeah, that's the problem. That's is the it's issue. not it's not very affordable. Solar panels are very expensive. So once we get that on track, we could see a decline in the usage of gasoline, and then you know what? Oh my gosh. Donald Trump will have all the environmentalists on his side. He'll have uh, he'll have everybody on his side by the end of his presidency, which is uh, not for another six years. Six years, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say it's hey, six and, years. and even the left is starting to say, accept that. that I, I have seen many posts by people on the left who are saying, "Wow, can't wait to have Donald Trump for a second term." And then they'll post, like, something stupid that somebody, like a Democrat or somebody on the far left would say, and it's just like, my God. Well, like, I saw one comment, and I think it was related to the Iran deal or something. Uh, it was something Trump did, and, and someone had posted, oh, great, and we have to go another six years with this guy? I was like, oh, so you've already, you've already accepted that he's getting the second term. Which... There, Which, yeah, we've already also discussed. We've, uh, we discussed this in previous podcasts. No clue who the Democrat's going to be that's going to no. run. Um, Bernie might give it a go, but that man's days are numbered for one. Mm -hmm. And two, the Democrats, the DNC, I, I guess I should say, as a whole, 
has proven that they will not allow him to become president because they <laughs> pretty much screwed him against the race against Hillary. And, and uh, if Hillary runs, she's not gonna. <laughs> if Hillary runs again, I mean, honestly, I would love for her to run again because that means Donald Trump would have a sealed victory, just sealed. Uh, Michelle Obama said she would not. Oprah said she would not. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Said Dwayne he would not. the Rock. Yeah, he said he would not. I think Biden finally came out and said he would not. Good. So who like, do they have? Yeah, that's. Who do they have? They have nobody. They have no, no leadership. No it's one. sad. They they've got no one. Uh, they're gonna. They're They'll gonna... probably put up an illegal immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I said gonna, it. Yeah, gonna, I said it. They're gonna whip out Chelsea Manning as the. Oh, Chelsea Manning! Oh God, <laughs> Chelsea Manning! Oh, they'll be like Chelsea Manning for press. No. No, 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 no. She's already running for she, he, it. I don't know. Is running for president or for president for senate? I believe in Maryland. Running for something in Maryland. Um. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna get into that. We're, we're going into the next topic. Moving into the next topic here. This topic being Trump moving uh, the U.S. embassy to from Tel Aviv to the capital of Israel, which is Jerusalem. And you know, of course, this sparked violence and protests immediately between the Palestinian people and the Israeli like troops that were stationed there to keep the peace at the embassy yeah and whenever violence and protests break out right after an administration enacts some sort of policy or big change like this um what what does the media and the left immediately jump to the conclusion of oh well donald trump made this violence happen he made it happen he's the one who incited this he because of his move his stupid move oh this is so stupid blah 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 why he do that well, let's let's start with a few things as to explaining why these uh, violent things are happening. So first off, I know the Palestinians and the Israeli people have not loved each other. It has been a long, hard-fought battle between those two uh, peoples. Yes. In that uh, area, especially in the area of the Gaza Strip. I know. Uh, uh, everyone knows the Gaza Strip. Yeah, because that's where most of the terrorist attacks happen um, by Hamas, which we'll talk about in just a second. But uh, Hamas is the ones. That's the. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, that's that like stuff that you dip chips in. <laughs> right? Hummus. Oh, <laughs> that's hummus. Never mind. Hamas. I'm leaving that in there. Hamas. Very well-known terrorist organization. Yes, Hamas, which some people don't even accept them as a terrorist organization, but they're openly, like, anti-Semite, and they, like, are, are very open to, like, killing Jews. And it's like, but you don't call them a terrorist organization? I, I, I just don't understand that one. And they literally use violence for their ways of political, trying to get political gain. That's the literal definition of a terrorist. But whatever, you know, you can go ahead and defend Hamas. I'll go ahead and defend the Jewish people. <laughs> I think I'll stick with that one. So uh, the, the, the Hamas terrorists uh, come out in full force because they're like, oh, well, this is going to start some protests. So what are we going to do? We're going to come out to these protests and we're going to use this as a way to uh, cause violence and try and kill Israeli troops, which uh, ended up backfiring on them 
And yeah, this uh, this line here, lighting kites on fire. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. attempt to burn property. So what? I, yeah, that is literally. So this is what they were doing. They were doing the the classic Molotov cocktails, throwing that at soldiers, um, rushing at like the border of the embassy or mm-hmm. like the border of the Gaza Strip or Israel. Like they were just rushing at all these borders, trying to uh, trying to threaten the soldiers into shooting them. Um, they were, and like you said, this is the crazy one. They were lighting kites on fire and they would let go of these kites while they were flying in hopes that they would like come down in a blaze in a blaze and let, uh, or burn buildings in Israel. So this is what happens when you don't have internet in your country is that you find, you, you see, you, you do things like this cause that's not going to work. You're not going <laughs> to light a kite on fire and it's going to burn down property. What do you No. I think they have internet. I think these people are just ignorant. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, maybe, well, granted it is much uh, warmer over there, uh, but I don't know about, like, like the dryness, you know, if you spark a match uh, in Colorado at the right time of day, at the right time of season, you'll set a whole forest on fire, mm-hmm. but... Uh, well, the, their buildings are also not up to code like American buildings are, um, so that, that, that's that doesn't Who help Who knows, this well. could have been made of wood. But yeah. I doubt the U.S. Embassy was. No, 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 no. <laughs> they were not, they, they, there would have been a, a stop to that if they were trying to throw fire at the U.S. Embassy. Yeah, because they were just throwing it at what, the, the like the police that they, were there? The, 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 tr- the troops, troops, yeah. There. Okay. Because the, the, uh, they don't really have a police force, it's just kind of troops. Because that's just kind of what you have to do in that kind of city. You don't have police, but you have internet. <laughs> <laughs> Some people want that in America, just saying. No police, but they want free internet. So. Yeah. Um, anyways, this, of course, it. prompted a lot, or not a lot, but some retaliation from Israeli forces to, I would hope, defend themselves, be defending themselves, and ended up resulting in dead Palestinians. What does the media focus on? Not the fact that all this violence was occurring for weeks before this um, happened. There were many protests and riots happening up into this move of the um, U.S. Embassy. Mm-hmm. But they completely ignore that fact. Of completely ignored that Israeli forces were being attacked by these Hamas terrorists. Completely ignore the fact that Hamas was there. Um, and just showed people uh, showed dead Palestinians all over the television. They're like, look, Donald Trump did it. He's he's the bad one, which of course is just their emotional play, trying to pull your heartstrings and say that Donald Trump is the bad guy and cause these people to die, which is completely false. And that's exactly what the terrorists want you to believe. And that is really really sad that our news outlets are going with the terrorists. Yeah, I mean they're <clears throat> they're playing they're playing the the news outlets like a fiddle. It's it's pathetic. <laughs> they are. I, it's, never mind. I'm just not going to say it. it. It's so dumb. It's just so dumb. And just saying, every single president dating back to Clinton, so Obama, Bush, and Clinton, all wanted to, at one point, either move the embassy and failed to move the embassy to Jerusalem, or approved of the idea to moving the embassy, but then never acted upon the idea. So Donald Trump was the only one who kept to his word and actually did move the embassy to the true uh, Holy Land, which is what I want to talk about next. Why is this important? Um, Well, first off, Jerusalem is the actual capital of Israel, not Tel Aviv, where the embassy was. 
that was a phony uh, capital. That now, why the, was it play? Oh, okay, you were about to explain that because that's what the Palestinians want. Oh. And that's what, like, that's, that's yeah. That's that, the only reason it was built there was just because just, that's what well, they wanted? Just, well, just despite the Israelis. They don't want it in Jerusalem because that's their holy land. Ah, I That's see. the Jewish holy land, yeah, and that's, so and that's Israel's main population is Jews. So, um, really, I think it is an amazing move because, like I said, it is the Jewish holy land, it is the Christian holy land, and it is also a Muslim holy land. It has been the holy land for those three religions, so I really don't get why anyone would be against this move. Um, and, and again, it is the capital of Israel, so why would, our, why would our embassy not be at the capital church city? Church and state, but... Uh, no, not... you, you can't even do that. You can't even say that. <laughs> but that... but it's not America, so yeah. like that, I don't. That doesn't apply. So so I, yeah. I even wrote in here. Uh, so like I think the only ones who are hating on this either hate the fact that Trump did this, and they're just anti-Trumpers. Uh, they are supporters of a Palestinian takeover of Israel. So a full Palestinian state, it would be pa- it would be Palestine, not Israel anymore. Uh, or they are just like true anti-Semites, or anti-Christians, or anti-Muslim, or just anti-religion, anti-something. Because yeah. I don't know why you would not support this move. It is a great move, great deal. Thank you, Trump, for keeping to your word. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and cut that off and move into our last segment. And we're gonna keep this last one short because I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so um, we're going to go ahead, and before we even start talking about this next one, I want to say that Really Simple Politics will no longer be talking about mass shootings, um, except for to report what happened uh, and give the known motive if there was one known. Uh, No glory and fame is ever to be given to the shooter. No name will ever be named for the shooter. The situation needs to be acknowledge that it happened but not glorified in any sort of manner there needs to be no face no name uh except for maybe the names of the fallen as remembrance yeah with that in mind uh there is a, another high school shooting this time it happened in santa fe texas at santa fe high school and uh the shooter was a student at the high school was kind of the typical bullied kid picked on not very well liked by his peers 17 male uh, used a shotgun and a handgun in this attack there was no AR style rifles sorry for the leftists who want gun control it didn't didn't work out for you there you can't use that as as like oh we can we can ban it now because this happened so there has been a lot of gun control on this one because an AR wasn't used have you noticed that there has been a lot of push for gun control on this one. I have, now that you mention that, yes, I, yes, do, I have Because it wasn't now. an AR. No. Uh, ten people ended up dying, and the suspect was apprehended by police and was charged with multiple counts of murder. So, I just want to also point out, um, for all those people who are looking at this and saying, you know, or, or have looked at previous shootings and have uh, been hating against like organizations like the NRA or people who enjoy guns in general. The NRA is not federally funded in any sort of way, shape, or form. Now, could people in government positions donate to the NRA? Yes, they can do that, 
but that's their own money that they're donating. That's not federal or state money that they are donating. That is everybody. It's ran off donations and membership fees alone. That is sole, That is the sole income of the NRA. And as of today, May 22nd, 2018, there has been no known shooters or mass shooters that were even affiliated with the NRA in any sort of way. So I don't know where you're getting the fact that or the your facts that you think are real, which is actually fake news, that the NRA is some sort of like anti anti or some sort of like killing machine that's funding like killers and young kids to like kill students. I don't understand that at all. When in fact Planned Parenthood is a federally funded organization and participates in um, the abortion of babies every single day. Which, I mean, I guess that that comes into play, like, what, what is considered a life. And that's what people have to decide if you don't consider a, you know, a 32, a, a, or, a, like, a 32-week-old baby, like, a child yet because it's not born. Well, then we can't even have a conversation because, yes, that is a human being. But you're going to go ahead and say that it's not because it hasn't come out of the mother. That's absolutely absurd. Um, I think that life starts at conception, but that's just me. I think that at that point, a human has started forming, and uh, to interrupt that process is is murder. So that's my take on what happened. I'm really not going to say any more about the shooting because I, I don't want to uh, talk any more about it. All, all I will say is that the only gun control things I've seen are that people are saying that, oh, well, this, uh, this was a soft shooting because uh, an AR wasn't used and it could have been more deadly if an AR was used. It, it would have been. He killed 10 people. Was, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, I, I'm like, uh, what are you, are you wishing for a bigger body count? Like, I, I just don't get it. So I'm not even going to talk about it. That's all we're going to talk about on that. And with that, we are done with this podcast. So thank you, Drew, for being on the podcast. Of course. Yeah. Anytime. It, it is always a pleasure having you on here. It's always a pleasure being here. Yes, of course. And, uh, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, you can find me, um, at reallysimplepolitics.com. You could also just Google Really Simple Politics and you will find me on Google, on the front page of Google. You can go to my website and find blogs that I do. You can find the podcasts. I also um, am working on photography, but of course that is very beginner, uh, very amateur as of right now. Not much is out there, so don't even worry about that too much. I also have a shop where you can buy t-shirts. Uh, soon to be yoga pants and razorback shirts for females so be looking out for that all shirts are $30 and yoga pants will be $35 free shipping so that is the straight up cost and they're a southern society brand well yes my my sponsor is southern society yes yes so uh yes thank you again for being on and we are going to conclude peace (laughs)